Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Woo. Oh, yeah. Now with heck puppies. Yep, where we've got some bad mm -hmm. dogs. Yeah. I'm starting to think that Vittoria is just not an animal person. These aren't <laughs> technically animals. These are hell, hell puppies, so. Not in the traditional sense. Animals, no. You have to be <laughs> yes. an animal person or you can't come to Adria's house because she's got so many animals now. Well, I mean, they just don't seem to like her, but she likes them. Mm. <laughs> I love hate relationship. It's it's mm, something that you're you're it's something in your like vibe that they're not vibing with. These are outsiders. <laughs> yeah, these are bads. You these can't are bad use boys. druid, you know, powers to make them like you. I wish As I could be As an interesting their side note, they're actually they are fiends, but they're beasts. Huh. They're oh wait, beasts. they're beasts. Yes, but the fiend template means that they don't count as being beast beasts. Yeah, I can't like, be like, sup, Holmes. Them. You can't animal <laughs> empathy sup, them, Holmes. but like some <laughs> spells that do affect animals do affect them. It's weird. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, I suppose let's go ahead and jump back into things. When last we had left our Silver Ravens, they had descended down into the Mini Steps Monastery beneath Hookham's Phantasmagorium in search of, uh, honestly, in search of whatever it is that the Thrones originally came here for. Yeah, but they which... already got that. They seem to have already gotten and now maybe trying to figure out whatever is left down here or if there's anything viable. Your hopes of finding Rex's parents crushed. Your hopes of finding a new secret hideout crushed. Your hopes of stopping the thirds before they get this crushed. Stop crushing our dreams, mm -hmm. man. You have to start from the lowest point to ascend up the mountain to supremacy of uh, of cause. I, th I thought we'd already had the lowest point when we had the Night of Ashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially when they knew where the secret entrance was. It's like now zero yeah. chance that this is this Cesare has been compromised. I was walking for into sure. this expecting pretty much everything that's happened as far as Rex's parents being dead and this. Well, Cesare's a little negative Nancy. Some of us still had hope. It was naive. It was super naive, but some well, of us you had know, hope. You're getting learned, I guess. I will mention rebellions are built on hope. Mm. Exactly. That's right. They are. That's why it can't just be us old codgers over Cite here. Cite the treatise Star Wars A New Hope, episode four. Yes, yeah, so I've seen that that uh, live action play. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> In the theater, the opera, one might say. No, yeah, not to be opera. confused with the puppet play or the shadow play or the... Uh... No, you have to see the original opera, honestly. Mm. Um, the space <laughs> opera. The space opera, yes. You had made your way down into the Mini Steps Monastery, wherein you had uh, explored for a short period of time. You'd gone around and explored through the various cells downstairs, in fact, finding the cells that you believe belong to Rex's parents before entering into a strange chamber with a number of chains and a dead body hanging from the ceiling. And as uh, Heather said, it was kind of like the limit configuration from Hellraiser. Mm. I mean, it was basically a Hellraiser box because there were all the spike chains and stuff off of it. And a thing waiting to come out. Although you'd eventually learned that this was, in fact, a cubic gate, despite not being a cube that was broken and opened up into the Plane of Shadows, of which some chitons seem to have gone like, eh, we can use this. Yeah. After successfully and dangerously managing to disable that, uh, barely avoiding a critical failure due to a hero point spent. Hey, hero points, Yay. they're worth it. You had successfully diffused the situation before making your way through, finding some secret passages that led from one portion of the complex to another, which was really just from one hallway to another, and which an unfortunate member of the... Uh, Sacred Order of Archivists had spent his last moments hiding from the Church of Asmodeus. Poor guy. You had then, uh, yeah, poor guy. Uh, you had then made your way to the lecture hall, which is actually the door that you just opened. A partially burned chamber full of uh, partially burned benches and scorched chairs filling the room facing a toppled podium at the far wall. 
wherein you had found two heck hounds in the forms sorry, of Asmi and Mephi. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I have similar naming conventions for my pets as they do, and this concerns me. <laughs> it's cultural. Mm. Oh, it's cultural. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 A fight then ensued. It ensued. Bad things the stupid happened. heckhounds have a have a fun ability to be able to just recharge each other's breath weapons. Those heckin' hounds. It's true. There's that odd <laughs> synergy between them. I hate them. And you had uh, you battled the heckhounds, doing a fair amount of damage to both of them. In fact, both of them are looking kind of rough before they managed to continue to blast one another, spacing themselves out 15 feet apart from one another so that they could blast one another with their breath weapons, constantly recharging and blasting back in the opposite direction mm-hmm. in a vicious cycle. I hate it. Yeah, that's less than ideal. The fight had gone uh, fairly well uh, until Vittoria had gotten caught in the crossfire, figurative and literal, at which Mm -hmm. point she had dropped down uh, wounded now, I believe wounded one, as she was rendered unconscious during the fight. Yep. And I suppose then we should just kind of jump back into things, shall we? Yep. Let's get this party started. I think you're technically dying one right now. Uh, I am dying one. Dying yeah. one, correct. <laughs> like, you're not wounded yet. Wounded comes later. Mm-hmm. First comes dying, then comes wounded, then comes dying two in a baby carriage. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's an odd delivery system for a status effect, but you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> a sort comes for the other part. It's very weird. Oh, wow. Go ahead and cue up some Sirenscape here. Sirenscape, get caught up in the crossfire. <laughs> Crossfire, you'll get caught up in it. Crossfire. Crossfire. <laughs> I'm trying. No, no. I'm trying to remember, and yes, that is correct. That was by the '90s band Still Panther. <laughs> oh, okay. The song. I for just Crossfire. remember it. I did not for, know that. For the, the commercial. commercial. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, had the little discs you shot at each yep. other. Crossfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was called Crossfire. <laughs> it was, yes. And despite despite knowing that ad probably that way more than yeah. I'd like to admit, never bought it. No. I don't know anyone that ever did. Yeah, uh, but it was a good copy, actually, in, uh, oh. in a Goodwill. Oh, there you oh go. really? Nice. Yeah. Somebody donated it, and we bought it. So, yeah. Somebody got caught up in Crossfire. crossfire. Yep. <laughs> what are we talking about Crossfire for? I don't know. It's just fun. We're putting off anyway. the inevitable. We're putting off the inevitable yes. worrying about Vittoria. <laughs> From Mephi, we go to Lucia Serini. You watch as this wave of fire bursts from the mouth of this flaming hound. Vittoria going down under a, uh, a blast of heat and flame as she hits the ground. So Lucia will let out a, Vittoria! Hopefully not in that tone. <laughs> I don't know. She does it in, she does it in, a, in a high-pitched, worried expression that probably I can't do because my vocal cords don't go that high. <laughs> Only the dogs can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I transcend the sound that humans can hear. Um, all right, I take a step okay, forward. Uh, uh, so it's a five foot step, and then I am going to power attack Mephi. All right. Hound. You step up, bring your blade to bear, swing down at the Hound of Hell. Mm. Crud. That's a three for a fourteen. A fourteen sadly will not strike. I'm chalk it up to you just being uh, real worried. I'm real worried. My friend is. Crispy. That is true. Dang it. All right. Well, I should have just done two separate attacks. All right. Never mind. That's the end of my turn. Mm. From Lucia, then we go to Adria Sila. Adria 
is going to rush forward. That's Victoria under all those symbols, I think. Yes, uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yes. Actually, I didn't really have to. I'm going to rush forward anyway. I don't have to rush forward, but I'm going to rush forward, and I am going to uh, call out to the power of nature to heal my friend. So I'm going to do the two action of this. I don't know why I moved. I'm going to do the two action of my second level heal spell and uh, heal you for 24 to get you back on your feet. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, that was a good roll. So Adria rushes forward, channels the uh, the power of nature through her hands, lays a hand on Vittoria. Vittoria, again, you feel this rush of magic roll through you as you blearily glance up towards Adria. Uh, I imagine hearing, you know, this high-pitched screaming sound coming from Lucia <laughs> off towards the side as her rapier is, like, dashing in as she does this one big dramatic flourish which goes right over the dog's back and then skewers into the wall as it crouches bears its flinging, fling, flinging, flaming fangs <laughs> at you as it crouches at your feet. Flinging. I, I, flinging does actually sound pretty cool. Mm, I don't know. I, fangs that fling are scary. Flaming yeah, I was going to say, flinging is what the chitons do if those chains don't get removed. <laughs> Yikes. From Adria, we go to Nicola. Oh my gods. All right. Standing toe to toe against the other hellhound. So you said they're both looking pretty rough, right? It's looking pretty banged up. Haha, <laughs> rough. Anyway, um, rough. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to try to keep this hellhound at least on me. So what I'm going to start with is I'm going to attempt an athletics check to trip him. Okay. That might very well play. I roll a 15 for a 25 versus his reflex nice. DC. Nice. Yep. Despite being a quadruped, that is a uh, success as you drop down, <laughs> sweep, and kick out like all, like kick out three of his four legs as sweep he topples to the side. Boop snapping out at you. He happens to like whip you with his whip fast little tail. It stings, but it doesn't cause physical injury. Hooray, no physical injury. You've right. ever had a dog with a with a little whip tail. It's terrible. <laughs> Actually, most of the dogs I've had have had very short stubby tails. But or oh no. I, mm. I had a dog with a, a, a tail that could bruise you when you walked by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, All right, for the second action, I'm going to attempt to strike the now flat-footed tripped creature. Oh. Hey, okay, apparently I'm rolling go. like gangbusters today, so uh, despite the multiple it. attack penalty, I do get a 21 rolling an 18. A 21 will strike your target as you lunge down at the failed dog. The fell, fell dog. The failed, he failed <laughs> Feld, dog. Fell, dog. The failed, fell, fell dog. All right, um, so I roll a one and a three, so with sneak attack for seven points of damage. As your Morningstar crashes into the side of this thing, it sputters up blood, snapping feebly at you before falling still. All right, that's one. Good. I didn't actually expect to succeed there, so. You have a single uh, action remaining. Would you like to throw your Morningstar? <laughs> with the with the second attack penalty on ah, top. Your second attack penalty. <laughs> Actually, that's your third attack Victoria penalty at that point. You'd be taking the minus 10 again. plus whatever other penalty. Yeah, with an additional minus two for it not being a throwing weapon. Yeah, no. I, I Even rolling a nat 20, I might just miss. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, on a 20, you hit no matter what, don't you? No, no. It just goes up to the next oh, step no, of success. Oh, no, they took that out in second edition. Ooh. <laughs> As long as you don't so, crit fail, you technically would have hit, I guess. True. Yeah, if I just regular fail. Anyway, um, I'm just <laughs> going to head up uh, over by Lucia and Vittoria and help corner this thing. All right. The so remaining you box it in. The hound in the corner surrounded by uh, 
Lucia on one side, Niccolo on the other side, and Vittoria laying flat in front of it. Nobody puts Hellhound in the corner, <laughs> except for the Silver Ravens. Apparently. It put itself in the corner. <laughs> I mean, that's also I true. Mean, it, it did. It's true. It was It was looking over there going, that guy's sneak attacking. Scary. Scary. I don't like it. Takes us from Niccolo to Cesare Nightblade. All right. Cesare is going to take a stride in that hallway, kind of back behind Adria, so he can actually see. The I was going to say, I think Cesare was unaware of anything that just happened in that room. I can <laughs> barely see some of that hellhound that Niccolo just. Ah. Because you're, you're in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, shoot. I'm almost all the way up by this door to get enough line of sight on this thing. So, Cesare yeah, basically. Yeah, double door. Yeah, which is not good, but oh well. All right. I, I listen at the door. No. I <laughs> am going to cast Daze in a hope that this thing might make a critical failure. We'll nice. see. All right. Daze is good. It gets a 21. Ah, it saves. Just a regular save. The, oh, it takes four points of damage. Four points of damage. A solid hit as you extend a hand towards it. The thing reels with the impact. Uh, how do they describe that? As you, it's uh, just a mental jolt. Yeah, I don't just, even know if there's any kind of oh, effect, yeah. So, yeah, really. You, you chant and tone, put your finger up to your temple like Professor Xavier and focus <laughs> on this. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Uh -huh. And as the hound yelps and starts to, like, shake its head violently, blood pulling out of its nose in standard, I'm taking psychic damage indicator. Okay, yeah. but right. so we have, like, the concentric rings all sort of emanate yes. out from Cesare's Yes, mind. exactly <laughs> like the, uh, the 90s cartoon version. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, and that's that exactly is the end of Cesare's turn. From there, we go to Vittoria Scordato. You are unarmed and prone. Um, but you feel uh, substantially better than you did a few seconds ago when you were covered in flames. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to not be prone anymore. I would like to stand up. <laughs> All right. I will grab my sword that probably fell next to me. I think I'm just going to step back. Fair. I cause I hurt, so I'm I'm gonna move into the hallway next to uh, Adria, uh, because I probably need to not be wounded anymore. Yeah, I was about to say that's gonna take a bit of time. Yeah, but I I don't want to risk uh, just uh, yo-yoing back down after uh, getting breathed on again. So yeah, that's my turn. Getting out of the fray. <laughs> so Victoria stumbles around away, leading us back to the Hecount. Unfortunately, Niccolo killed the other hound before it could breathe on him, so his breath weapon's recharging. Ha, take that. Good. Yeah, jerk. Jackanate. You know what? He's going to go ahead and lunge at Niccolo. I mean, I did just kill his friend, and I'm sure yeah. he's conscious enough to know that that happened. Friend might They're be a strong smart, term, but his ally. Yeah. They are smarter than an animal. Smarter mm. than the average dog. Yes. Like, they're intelligent enough to have a language and to mostly understand it. Yeah. Uh, it will go ahead and, yeah, it'll go ahead and lunge at Nicola. All right. Let's do this. Bleh. 17 to hit Nicola. 17 will not hit me. Mm. Get All off right. my leg armor. Lunge a second time with a 14. Uh, mm. no, that won't hit either. It's that terrible <laughs> headache I it has. seem to have stolen your luck, Rick. I'm sorry. Wait, Don't no, I'm not sorry. Why are you apologizing yeah, why to are you the GM, No. How because dare I, you? that's what I do. I just say I'm sorry for everything because I am always sorry. Yeah, and we're here to stop <laughs> you from doing that. Agreed. That is our sacred vow. 
<laughs> that is our ninja way. The greater that is our ninja good. Way. <laughs> it will you go ahead and use its third action to howl. Me, doggo. The other one's already yeah. howled. They yeah, end with I the know, spell yeah. fire Using another and everything. point out action to its companions elsewhere in the structure. Yeah, that door next to Chesare is about to come flying freaking open any Possibly. second. Possibly. So. Probably. Okay. There's not much we can do about it at this yeah, point. Yeah, we can't do anything about it. From there we go to Lucia Serini. All right, so Vittoria's okay. So she stops screaming as loud. She's still going to stab this thing. Um, <laughs> She's still screaming, but slightly There's like tears in her eyes. Her friend got really hurt. It's, it's now in human hearing very emotional. Uh, that's a 10 for a 21. <laughs> a 21 will strike your foe as you lunge forward. All right, power attack damage. Readjusting, bringing your blade there. That's two ones for three what? points of damage. Why? Hey that is devastating. Why dice? Why? Skewering your foe as the blade slices through the thing's chest hey! and pins it against the wall. Thanks. Before wrenching your blade free as it snaps feebly at you before falling still. All right. Let's regroup somewhere Lucia else. Lucia runs over and hugs Vittoria. Uh, oh my uh, god! I'm so glad no, you're alive. I was worried uh, yes, so. I was worried so much for you. Not so hard. Anyone else that's in this complex will have heard all that commotion. We should be ready. Okay, oh, well, right. if we're going to regroup somewhere else, we should regroup somewhere that's either defensible or far enough away that we'll hear him coming. But uh, we could go to the big room. It's probably better to have a fight in there. Let's go there for now. Try to hide. Maybe they won't come much further. I'm not a great hider, but I'll try. Um, yeah. We need to patch you up by look at Vittoria. I was about to say, yeah, we just yeah, we we need should. time for Vittoria to get back up. <laughs> so you're fleeing down the hallway? Uh, yeah. Tactical retreat. Tactical uh, retreat. Where are y'all moving to? I think we just said to the big room next door, so the one where we yeah, had had like, all the chains. Otherwise, we need to pick one of the bigger rooms to, to hide There's in, but that's really going to bottleneck us something fierce, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I don't want to go deal with the Scrivener because what if when the lady's in there it becomes a whole thing? So, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. there's nowhere to really hide, but at least here we'll have space instead of being cramped. Yeah, and we can at least, yeah. tr- at least we're not immediately in the room where the dogs were. So, you know, it's going to take close, close the doors. Just, yeah, close, close the doors. The door where the dog mm-hmm. was. Uh, do we have any potions or anything? There's one in the med kit, which I drank yeah. the other one earlier. <laughs> and I'll give yeah, that one to Chesare. I've got one too I can give somebody. Well, we can also just patch up Chesare, I think. We might not have the 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, it's more the we have the 10 minutes. I would say yeah, drink that potion. Yeah, I'm sure they're coming. We probably yeah. really don't have time. Which should hopefully be enough to get Cesare, you know, if not to full to very close. Yep. Um, okay, so Lucia, what I'm going to do with Lucia is I'm going to take one of the tables, flip it over, and then hide behind it with a, my hand crossbow, and maybe we can, like, kind of ambush them. It's not a bad idea. I, like, maybe turn it and then, tables. like, get my hand crossbow. All right, Cesare gets uh, 16 back, which I think puts him, yeah, back at full. So I'm going to hide uh, behind one of the tables as well. Um, instead of, I, I just like to just hide. Okay. I'm going to do the same. I'm flipping all these tables, I think. I'm going to flip this table and hide. Is there enough room for two people behind a table? Because I need to be able to see people to spell cast. Yes. You all slip back out of the lecture hall. You have a couple of moments to rush back into the previous room. The artifact recovery uh, you know, Chesare slides behind a table, gestures with a hand as Vittoria, I imagine, like, rolls a healing potion as Vittoria's, like, hidden in the hallway across the way, like, rolls a healing potion across to Chesare, who just picks it up, downs it real quick. 
being a polite gentleman such as he is, restoppers it and puts it inside of his cloak so as not to litter. Nice. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, you can also just recycle it. Just fill it up with another potion. Oh, I'm going to yeah, need those. I'm going to take a class, a night class. <laughs> if you take it back to the temple, they give you a one copper discount on your next healing potion if you bring oh. back the first potion. So great. Nice. So thrifty. I know. Niccolo drops down, clutches his weapon, hiding behind a table as Lucia drops down behind another. Adria drops down behind the same table Cesare is hiding behind. Gives him a nod. There is a long, tense moment that stretches out for several breaths. In an ironic twist, you hear the distant sound of multiple tables being flipped to provide cover <laughs> somewhere. Dang it, we're both turtling. After a couple of seconds, however, you hear... That's so funny. What sounds to be this... <laughs> grumbling sound. And the sound of someone fumbling with a lock on the door oh, at the far end of the hallway. Hmm. A few more moments pass before there is an audible click that echoes down the length of the 10-foot-wide, nearly 30-foot-long hallway. Following this is a stomping sound of a flat-footed person, a heavy, flat-footed individual making their way down the hall. Vittoria and Niccolo are the first to see the figure as he approaches. The, you loosely use the term man, in question, stands at close to nearly eight feet tall. Dang. Whoa. Powerfully muscular built. His body twisted. One arm is massively. The Scrivener said something about this guy. I can't the tall remember man? what it was. Yo, they called it. Well, that makes sense. The tall man. Who apparently is a Dark Souls uh, opponent. He is not Slenderman. One arm is massive. Uh-oh, arm wrestling Seemingly guy. too long for his body. He's like a warp. The like other arm warp. He's Hellboy. is closer to what would be you consider to be human sized except for on his frame it looks small as he steps in all of you are hit with this eye-watering stench of rotting cabbage that comes off this figure and as he lumbers fully into view you can see him covered in what seems to be some form of makeshift armor made up of other broken bits of armor, almost as if collected as trophies more than a form of protection that covers him. Emblazoned on the largest piece of these is a five-pointed star. Although, unlike the standard Asmodean holy symbol, this one is actually kind of off at a crooked angle, almost like Mm. 45 degrees off, as it hangs off the front of his chest. Hmm. In one hand, he carries with him a large... It almost looks like a... like, I think Adria would identify this faster than anyone else. It almost looks like a boarding pike, like a oh. pole with a large hook car- or formed into the end of it. Oh, I don't boy. like it. I don't like it. As the thing oh, steps boy. forward. That's the thing that's got reach. He pauses. He's probably large size anyway. Turns his bloated face up. Again, it almost has the look of a body that's been in the river. Is bloated. it undead? Is he a drowned man? <laughs> he... Sniffs the air for a second. With one hand, shoves open the door into the lecture hall. You hear a... Mm, <laughs> he might not be able to talk. You hurt oh, my doggies. Uh-oh. Oh, I feel bad Oh, no, he said doggies. Come out, come out. He begins to stride his way down the hall, and I will need initiative from the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The lout... The lout. 
assuming that this gentleman is who the type of creature I think he is, I'm really surprised that there's someone out here like this. Yeah, who well, knows? We're gonna find out. Do mm -hmm. have a little combat music. Sirenscape. <laughs> Two fights, one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is more like a half fight to start things off, but more combat. So let's go ahead and get initiative. Adria Sila. Adria rolls an 18 for a 29. Oh, there you go. Nice. nice. Lucia Serini. Lucia rolls a 12 for a 25. I'm liking this ambush approach. Also mm -hmm. nice. Cesare Nightloom. Cesare rolls an eight, which with the stealth gives bonuses and everything gets him a 19. 19, all right. Vittoria Scordato. Uh, Vittoria is still probably internally bleeding a little bit, so she rolled a four <laughs> for a 14. Uh, <laughs> you are literally wounded, so. Yeah, I am literally wounded, yes. You're sitting there going, like, like that helped a lot, but I really need some aloe for all of these burns. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicolo Ita. Uh, Nicola rolled a seven for a 19. I believe, oh, right. I mean, Cesare, do you want to go first or should I? I mean, you can go first. Okay. All right. So combat begins again. Adria, you have first initiative. As you are stealthily crouched here behind the uh, the table at the far end of the chamber, you can't even see this figure. You can just hear him stomping his way up the way. And at this point, begin to smell that rotted cabbage smell that is rolling down the hallway ahead of him. Okay, draw him in here. Uh, I'm going to start casting a spell that I'm going to take two full rounds to cast. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> I begin to gather lightning in my hands, and I'm casting Horizon Thundersphere, but I'm going to do the two-round version of it. So I'm going to be casting this spell two for a rounds. long time. All right. It's the last spell that I have, but I might as well make it a thing that will hit and then explode and then give me things instead of just hitting him one time. Fair enough. So I'm going to start uh, doing that. So, Adria, you stand up, begin to gesture, trying to, like, build energy again. It's something you can't actually do while crouched as you begin to call yeah, upon I, his power. Yeah, I'm not hiding anymore, but I yeah. figure we're not going to be hiding for very much longer anyway, so. As you begin to call upon this uh, this power, and I guess because you have to be able to get, like, get ready to see him whenever he comes within line of sight, you're standing as you begin to, uh, to cast and go through this instead of crouched. Mm -hmm. I'm just uh, building up some lightning. My hair is flying. It's awesome. Goal, uh, Galadriel. From <laughs> Adria. Lucia Serini, you don't think uh, you've been spotted yet. So I cannot yet. see anybody. Um, so I believe I will delay until hopefully somebody comes into this room that I can shoot. All right. You can also just ready. Yeah, but then I only get one attack. I want my full action. So, all right. So you delay uh, as a free action, taking you out of the initiative, which brings us to your opponent, unbeknownst to you, known simply as the Lout. Oh, he strides sad. his way forward. Stomping, making his way into the room. Again, there's just this lumbering figure as he comes into view for all of the rest of you as you see this massive figure. Step into the open archway. Take a quick glance around. Uh, note, Adria standing in full view over there. I am. And actually then spots all of the rest of you since, uh, you know, Lucia delayed, which means technically that bumped her down initiative and is not taking action to stealth. Uh, 10, 15... Go ahead and just stomp his way over to Lucia, where she's okay, crouched Okay, moved behind. a little faster than I was thinking, but all right. Stomp, stomp, makes his way forward. Did you hurt my doggy? How come he's lovable? <laughs> Lucia gives him the most defiant look ever. Yeah, and they deserved it. They were bad doggies. 
You bad doggy. He then has <laughs> weapon and swings. I deserve whatever's coming to me. This I deserve is delightful in a lot of ways. They were very bad dogs. They were literally capital E evil doggies. I just like I just like the uh, playground turnaround. It's like, no, your face is a bad dog. <laughs> I mean, this is probably not the smartest of men. Uh, do, he does not appear to be, no. Ooh, that's only with a 15, though, as he swings down. That's a miss. The hook cleaves into the side of the table next to you as you dive back and out of the way as he wrenches part of it free. He will let out a roar, heft, and go ahead and swing again. He's swinging for the fences now. Well, does he want to swing for the fences or... You know what? He'll just turn towards you and bellow out, Now I hurt you! As loud as he can. Intimidation. Uh, With a 19 to demoralize you as he rips the table nearly in two and begins striding after you. Yeah, that beats it by two. Oh no, he's going to be shaken. So you are shaken. Frightened one. Frightened. You're frightened one. Let me pop that on me. There you go. Oh, thank you. All right, I'd like to re-enter the initiative now. <laughs> uh, you may re-enter the initiative after the end of any creature's turn. So. Yep, so I re-enter the initiative, uh, use a free action to drop the hand crossbow in my offhand. I will then power attack him with my rapier. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Stupid negative one to my rolls. Hate it. Ah, I rolled another three. Don't forget, <laughs> you might have a hero you, point. You have a That's hero point, That's a 13. Point, you? you know what? I'm going to use that hero point. I want to re-roll that. power attack, I think it's worth it, yeah. Yeah. I will re-roll that. All right. I hate it. This is all of y'all's last episode for this hero point, by the way, so keep that in mind. I only rolled a six! I mean, it's an improvement. It is an improvement, but I don't think a 16 is going to hit this man. A 16 will not strike your target. Yeah, Mm. yeah. All right, I will use my last action to uh, kick on dueling parry to crank my AC. All right. So you bring up your weapon prepared to... uh, to defend yourself, bring us to Nicolo Ita. Aether, if I move over opposite Lucia, will that interrupt your spell? Nope. Fair enough. Nicolo stands and moves. Uh, let's see here. It's 10 feet if you want to leap over the table as a, oh, okay. as a side note. Dramatic. Oh, I love it. Uh, Flies over the table. double move because my full plate will slow me down, but that's all right. No, ten, yep, I would have to double move either way. So I use two actions to stride into the flank with Lucia. But now you're in the flank, so yay! And I will swing out with the Morning Star. All right, you go rushing your way forward. All right, so far the luck is holding. I roll a 14 for a 22 total on my. That's where all my rolling ability went. A 22 (laughs) will strike your flat-footed foe as you swing around into the flank, stab at his back. All right, so that's a five and a one for a total of nine points of damage. There is a meaty thunk as your morning star slams into the side of him and you feel this reverberation stream up your arm as he kind of turns and looks back towards you. You hurt me. Yeah, I did. That was me. You hurt me. I'm beginning to think that this man has some issues. <laughs> oh, yes? just now you realize that? <laughs> uh, that is, however, uh, that is my turn. So there we go. Shazray Nightbloom. Yeah, what the f- is this <laughs> guy? What is this? What is this creature? Let this man be. Yeah, yeah. Go bounce me a society check. I might lightly crisp y'all. I hate to tell you, I don't want oh. to, but I might. Okay. You get a reflex save because it'll be a ten foot radius out of him, and I can't control who it hits. But I didn't want you to not hit him because that would suck. Mm. I was hoping there'd be more people in here by this point. 
Yeah, I don't love it. But you get reflex saves. No, y'all are both pretty springy. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> He's an ogrekin. That's exactly what I thought too. Yeah. <laughs> May I do the guitar Mammy? versus? Yeah. Mammy. No, Mammy. Mammy. No. <laughs> Dueling banjos. Where the heck did this guy come from? Who knows? So uh, Cesare is going to go ahead and cast Electric Arc, even though there's not someone else to arc it off of, just because it's basically the cantrip I have that does the most damage. Yeah, so you'll need to make a reflex save. Uh, I imagine he does a reflex super great. Hey, we're going to find You'd out. You'd be surprised. What? <laughs> he gets a... Actually, that's probably not going to do it. He gets a 16. Nope, saves 19, so... <laughs> He just the stumble out of the way as a fork of lightning streams between him and cracks off of one of the cabinets on the far side, sending it into even further splinters. And then he'll go ahead and take eight damage, eight electricity damage from that. Are there you, even ogres anywhere near Kentargo? I don't know. There are ogres on almost every no mountain. Idea. Yeah, that's true. He reverberates with a shot, gritting his teeth, staring over towards Cesare. Stop hurting me! And then to stop trying to hurt my friends. Hold still, it won't hurt long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's something just hilarious about ogres, man. Just sighs. <laughs> just the longest sigh. They're they're just God, there's just something hilarious about ogres, man. The best part is there's a certain level of logic to it. Yes, yeah. yes, there is. Right. <laughs> but no, thank you. But no, is thank that you. The end of yes. turn? Yes, that's the end of Cesare's turn. Cesare's over today. <laughs> this has been kind this, of the worst This was not day. on anybody's bingo card, right? Yeah. It was a bad day. Nicolo, you hear the padding of slippered feet behind you. Oh, boy. Slippered? Spinning around to see a woman leap out of the darkness of the hallway behind you. Heft and swing uh -oh, it's a, a scroll line. tube at your head. Scroll tube? Oh, no. These are more redactors, aren't they? <sighs> All right. You are flanked. I am flanked. Uh, wait, is she my level or lower? She is lower than your level. Then she does not get the benefit from flanking me. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's, so that's a 21 to hit your regular AC. A 21 still hits my regular AC, however. <laughs> Just barely. That is two points of non-lethal damage as the scroll tube cracks over the back of your head. Literally, the scroll tube cracks over the back of your head. <laughs> Ow! Would you God. hurry up and kill them? I'm getting there. He waves a hand dismissively. The lap does. God. Vittoria Scordato. Uh, Vittoria, uh, I don't know if I said earlier, but she was uh, crouched with her crossbow because she doesn't really want to get close right now. Um, <laughs> so uh, she is going to devise a stratagem and shoot at uh, the lout. His and face really does look like an overripe cabbage. <laughs> a it's bit. just a, it's just an unfortunate unfortunate yeah. looking man. He, he reminds really me is. of the bloaters from Last of Us. Mm. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it that's is. Yeah. Uh. That's not a great hit. <laughs> I rolled a 9 for a 15, uh, but I don't have any hero points, so I think I think I'm not going to shoot. She's going to evaluate this and realize, oop, I can't make that shot right now, and I will not shoot. Okay. <laughs> so... I'm going to step out, and then I will shoot at the redactor that is trying to uh, beat Nicolo over the head with a scroll tube. Did a yep. little bit. Yeah, did a <laughs> little bit. Kind of hurt. So take They're really, really accurate. Yeah. 
surprisingly well-trained in improvised weapon usage. Nope. Uh, apparently, I'm just uh, too injured. I rolled a 5 for a 12, so my bolt mm. goes sailing off. Wow. This is not a lucky day for us. <laughs> uh, Victoria's not feeling well. <laughs> I think that's fine. It's okay. I made a gamble, and it's not working out. So uh, sometimes it happens. From Vittoria, we go to another one of the redactors comes rushing down the hallway, uh, hefts her book, and we'll go ahead and hurl it at Vittoria. Say what? They're not nice. We knew this. They're bad. Yeah, it's just the improvised range weapon bit it's, it's is more always the, kind yeah, of... It's just more so the... pathetic. Jeez. Yeah. There's a 16. No. The book sails past your head as it flies down the distance. You should try reading them instead of redacting them. Nice. Technically, they do read them I, before I, they yeah, redact them. We do them. actually read them before we redact them, so we know what to redact out of them. <laughs> Obviously, you're not learning anything. She says that she pushes her glasses back up her nose. This is the world's most awkward combat banter. <laughs> I mean, we're fighting a we're fighting a bunch of nerds. Oh, they've just put themselves in a group. Okay, that changes my calculus. Another one comes rushing forward. <laughs> Yeah, here comes a book at, uh, at Vittoria. What the heck? Yeah. I mean, they probably can't see uh, me around the corner from there, so... They cannot. Vittoria's really their only so, target. Uh-huh. That would be a natural one, a critical failure. <laughs> it flies over your head. It cracks, hits the spine perfectly on the corner of the hallway behind you. Cracks open and papers go raining everywhere. It's <laughs> just a waste of a book. This is just wrong. <laughs> also, it's littering. <laughs> Don't tell me how to do your job, but wouldn't it be easier to just burn them? And that's what the Hell Knights are for. Mm. We don't destroy all information. Only that which is not acceptable for public consumption. I see. Adria, Sila. Stop throwing things. I'm gonna, all three actions, finish my spell. And instead of targeting the Lout, which is who I thought I was going to target... Because there's a group of them, I am instead going to target, I think it's the redactor that threw the first book. Yeah, the one that's about 25 feet away from Vittoria. Yeah, the one directly in front of Vittoria that threw the first book. Or was the first one to throw a book, I suppose. (laughs) Uh, So let me make a spell attack. Let he who is full of sin throw the first book. (laughs) Oh, a 28 to hit her. That's a good 28 would be a critical success. Uh-oh. This is such Whoa. an overpowered spell for this purpose, but it's fine. It's fine. I, I, fe- I feel like you're about to do some do some death. She's going to yeah. take double damage. Okay, so oh here's the gosh. situation. I have used two rounds to cast it, so I've empowered this Horizon Thunder Sphere even further. Therefore, she is going to take double damage. And okay. those within 10 feet, so a 10-foot little burst away uh, emanation from her. Uh, but they will also take some damage. So those that are not her need to give me a reflex save. So anything within 10 feet of her, which I think might include Niccolo. Sorry, buddy. Uh, no, Niccolo's 15 feet away. Oh, mm-hmm. rad. Great. Love it. That's when those diagonals being 15 feet are very nice. <laughs> yup. Excellent. She's going to take 12, so 24 doubled. <laughs> Ow. And then Jeez. the ones around her... Uh, we'll take five, uh, and based on the reflex saves. Uh, the DC is 19. So yeah, there's a blast of electricity. Uh, the one that you hit full on blasts back <laughs> against the wall, shakes violently, and then falls. The one directly behind Nicolo takes a majority of the blunt from that as the electricity explodes off, striking her. The one uh, that you actually don't think can see. She is fried, although gets somewhat out of the way of the blast. Okay. All right. All right. 
Okay. Yeah. Adria like cracks her neck okay. a little bit, and uh, oh. that's gonna be her turn. The air fills with a noxious combination of ozone and horrible rotted cabbage. Just a just a fragrant bouquet Ooh. here. There's no one near him. It just wasn't worth it. No, that's true. It would have hurt us. I've got more shockings. I I'm pretty much an electric electricity lady. The lout turns, hefts, and swings down at Nicola. Ah, uh, great. I've got his attention. <laughs> I'm going to wait to finish that, depending on Ow! what actually happens. <laughs> that is a 19. I don't know if that's going to hit the rogue. A 19 does not hit me. I seem to have gotten his attention. Fast one. He then <laughs> turns. He'll then turn. He'll go ahead and uh, he'll bellow out Aurora Nicolo's face. Sounds oh, right. <laughs> uh, that is a 21 against your will, DC, as he lumbers Ooh. over you. A 21 will beat my will, DC. That was sad. He All would right. then heft and swing again. If he'd been technically minded, he would have intimidated you first. Yeah. Well, you know. He's upset about also, losing his doggies. Also, he probably would have stayed in the flank, oh, well. but... Yeah, if he was tactically minded. That, however, yeah. is a 24. <laughs> yeah, 24 would be even without frightening me. <laughs> as he hefts, swings down, striking you for 13 points of damage as the hook rams oh. into your shoulder and <clears throat> rips. All right. Ow. Now I hurt you. Your turn. <laughs> Technically, it actually is Lucia's turn now. <laughs> okay, so Lucia um, is flanking the lout. He hurt my friend. I'm going to power attack him. All That's right. what I do. Uh, here we go. Roll! Hey, there oh, we go. It's a 19 for a nice. 30. Oh, yeah, there we a go. A 30 Woo. will critically strike your target oh! as you lunge to the attack. <laughs> yes. Very Excellent. nice. All right. Critical nice. power attack. Here we go. So the hero point was just a little delayed. Apparently, apparently. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. <laughs> just took a second, you know. Rolling that all together with my deadly D8 rapier, that is 22 points of damage. Ow. Very nice. nice. He does not like <laughs> you. Oh, take that. You lunge forward like Nicola, this blood right comes spleen. streaming out of your arm as he slices into you. He then hefts up his weapon again as Lucia stabs forward, her blade slicing straight <laughs> through his back through his heart and out his sternum as this point just pops out the front of his armor. Oh! He looks down, kind of tries to turn as Lucia starts tugging her sword free. Hey, hey! Ow! He then falls over, toppling and smashing the table in two. No. All huh. right. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah, good that job. was a good shot. That was a good shot. <laughs> Lucia oh, will then... uh We'll then use her last action to uh, to stride uh, up next to Nicolo and in like basically start blocking the hallway off from the uh, the two remaining redactors. So I'm like I'm up next to the one that got mostly crispied. I the think. one that cracked him in the head with a scroll. Oh yeah, the one that cracked him in the head with a scroll. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Nicolo, I believe you're bleeding a lot, but he's down. He is down. I think I'm going to be moving toward uh, Vittoria next if she wants to heal me. That would be great. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> uh, for the moment, I'm just going to go ahead and try to attack the redactor that's next to me. All right. I roll a three for a ten. I don't What's think that's going to do it. <laughs> a ten will not strike your target. Yeah. <laughs> no, why? 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 <laughs> That's Why hilarious. Threes? Another three uh, for a five total, which is also It's a three, Pete. He's lost a too much blood, y'all. Five will also not strike your target. Again, like 
you just had a meat hook basically go through your scapula. So between those two things, yeah, Nicolo is just like, <laughs> nope, and then uh, strides back toward Vittoria. Vittoria, I think I need your help. There's a lot of blood, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this muscle shouldn't be visible. Uh, it should not. Do you need healing? Depends. How important is one of these? Yeah. <laughs> Cesare Nightblood. All right, Cesare is going to stride up so he's about five feet back from Nicolo and can see down this hallway, and then he's going to lightning arc those two redactors. Nice. Okay. So they need to make reflex saves. DC is 19. Uh, one fails, one critically fails. Oh, All right. Geez. Well, the one that fails takes nine, and then the one that critically fails will take 18. Uh-oh. Dear Lord. Well, that's... Uh... As the fork yes. streams and fries the two of them as they both fall. Well, all right, then. Cesare's turn. This is all electricity dropping, all like, the time. this time around. Yeah. Yikes. That brings us to... Uh, one of them down the hall is going to, uh, for lack of a better term, use a, uh, a point out action to scream, Mistress, they've killed the lout! Before oh. charging down the hallway. Perfect. There's another one. A biggie. Oh, there's oh, a mistress. Right. There's a mistress coming. There should be Knox. What's his name upstairs? Said there was a bound creature, which would have been the Scrivener. And then there was mm -hmm. the big guy and Knox. And then I think. How many redactors did the Fushi sisters say there that they like counted? 12 total? Ten total. Or Ten total. And there were how many upstairs? Like five. Six, five. Five. And there's, well, now we've seen. Another one five comes rushing here, out so that's of everybody. the. Uh, the chamber where you fought the hellhounds. Oh. She actually made her way down the hallway, hidden there, and then sprung back out. And okay. dives to the floor, hefting a heavy tome and swinging it at Lucia. There the dice go. That would be a perfect 20, which will automatically <laughs> hit Seriously? a no. critical. It's one of those it. big old books with, like, the metal on the oh, totally, yeah. It's an atlas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old school atlas. Uh, striking you for five points of non-lethal damage, which would be a critical Ow. for ten points of non-lethal damage Ow. as she pops Ow. out and just cracks you over the head with this. Like I said, Ow. she takes takes it and cracks that metal part of the binding right across yes. your head. She jumps Ow. out with a copy of the uh, Pathfinder 2 core rule book and hits you <laughs> over the head with all 700 pages the, of it. The special edition. Ah. The no, special don't. edition. <laughs> no, don't hurt the special edition. There's blood on the special so edition. Much. No, you can barely see though because it's red. There's too much information in this book about Asmodeus. <laughs> there is a lot. From there we go to Vittoria Scordato. Uh, Vittoria is going to make a medicine check and try to patch up Nicolo. I'm going to just do the 15 DC just because since I'm wounded, I don't uh, feel confident in my rolls right now. <laughs> so at least I can patch you up a little bit. Uh, let's Does wounded see. affect your rolls? No, I'm just, just my rolls have been crap. Oh, and I'm, okay. I'm assuming it's because uh, my dice know I'm wounded. <laughs> Your dice know you're wounded. My dice know. It's, yeah, it's a good thing I did, too. It is so a good thing I rolled a 10 for an 18. Which nice. will so, heal me. Uh, so. That will that will work. There we go. So you Woo. will heal up for nine. Yay, Woo. thank you. And yeah. All right, I feel a little better. I think the muscle will stay in place until <laughs> I can get it looked at for more than 10 seconds. <laughs> Technically less. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to uh, load my crossbow and shoot at one of the redactors. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. I'm, I'm starting to feel better, apparently. I rolled a 16 for a 23. Hey. A 23 will strike. Uh, which one are you hitting? Uh, the one that is uh, 
uh, not blocked by Lucia, so the, it's just straight okay. ahead from me. All right. Your bolt sails across the distance, strikes her in the shoulder. For three points of damage. With a solid thunky... Thunky? A solid meaty <laughs> thunk. Hitting your foe. I'm just combining thunk. words today. Into new words. Bring us to Adria Sila. Uh, Adria is... Uh... Not gonna cast spells on these guys, uh, and in, is instead gonna pull her hand crossbow, one action, load it, uh, and then go ahead and take a shot at the one standing uh, directly in front of Lucia. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna use my hero point to reroll my nat one. Lots of natural ones floating around today, too. Yeah, I don't love it. Yeah, seriously. Okay, better. 16. Uh, I roll a nine for 16. Uh, 16 will strike your foe. Excellent. Very Excellent. good. Hey, there totally you go. worth it. Um, she can go ahead and take five damage as I plunk her with a crossbow bolt. A solid hit as another bolt comes raining in. Okay, sounds like we're going to have uh, another one soon. Good. Then let's take care of them all at once. Nicola looks at his hit points and just sighs. Uh, <laughs> I'll make it. I'm out of magical but, healing, yeah. so it's going to be up to a uh, battle medicine friend. Well, she just did it, so... <laughs> well, she can do it again if she has to. That's She has a cool thing. Oh, that's true. That is true. I will stab the one that uh, struck me with a book first. Um, I'm not going to power attack. I'm just going to do a regular attack. All right. All right, that's a 10 for a 21. That's pretty good. A 21 will strike your foe. Okay. Two points of damage. <laughs> that's another one on the die. A Aye, solid Karumba. two points of damage. All right, I'm going to stab, stab her again. As you nick your opponent. 10 for a 16. A 16 will also strike your opponent. Okay, yeah, come on, dice. The armor. <laughs> All right, that's six points of damage. Another solid hit as you continue to poke holes as she stumbles back from the impacts. Uh, with my last action, I will crank on dueling parry um, so that I um, have two higher AC. All right. Brings us to the redactor. She will run like a coward. Yep, you don't have any intimidate to demoralize or anything like that. You're not very scary. Well, they're nope. also fanatics, so... Yeah. Bludgeon you, you, you know. with her fists. Eh, oh. welcome. Welcome to try. You say that now. That is, uh, 22. <laughs> oh, that's Lord. my AC, exactly. That's rude. Uh, fist She's bludgeon. had some hand-to-hand -hand training. Uh, clearly. You stab her. She brings up your, her fist. You're like, you're welcome to try, at which point she just rabbit punches you in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> For six points of damage, and she just cracks you straight We're gonna level up at the end of this fight if we lose. Yeah, she's oh gonna be a monk gosh. now. And be real clerics or monks or something. Yeah. Uh, be real I'm, getting, I'm getting messed up in ways monks. I did not assume was going to happen to me, so this is problematic. <laughs> she'll go ahead and, yeah, she'll try for broke and go ahead and try to strike again. That's a five. Nope. That's a she's critical got nothing miss. else to do with her time, so let's go ahead and try this, uh, see if she gets a perfect 20 roll. That's a negative one. <laughs> I don't so think no. Surprisingly, that hits me because we're using second edition D&D &D rules, right? <laughs> mm. Where you wanted your AC in the negatives and Thacko mm -hmm. was impossible to freaking calculate. Yeah, yep. my Thacko. No. On the right plus the side, I've got 3.5 attacks per round. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> from the Esmodeum Redactor, we go to Nicolo Ita. I will take my half attack from last round. And, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nicola will stride up over by Lucia to form the line. All right. I will go on ahead and attempt to strike the redactor that Lucia has been fighting. Uh, just to okay. hopefully. The one that just rabbit punched her in the nose. Yeah. Just to hopefully Rude. finish that. 
Okay, I roll pretty well. I roll an 18 for a 26. There we go. A 26 Ooh. will Woo. critically strike your foe. Uh-oh. Hey. So. Oh. Ow. Nice. I roll a five, so that's a total of 16 after the doubling. Oh. She's down. Yeah, the there is a solid crack as your mace slams into her sternum, hits her against the wall, and there's a reverberating crack through the room as she slumps to the floor. You're on the wrong side. I'm sorry. He then uh, raises his buckler as his last action. Nice. All right, buckler up. Cesare Nightbloom. Uh, still no sign of the possibly selling Mistress. her soul to get demonic late powers lady. Fine. I'll uh, take out my crossbow. Fine. I'll <laughs> and do it myself. So upset about it. Yeah. He'd much rather be punching these people, but there's not a way to get up there. Yeah, you can just rush past Lucia and punch. Hold the line. Yeah, they don't have a tax opportunity. <laughs> I mean, they don't. That's true. Yeah, but I want to stay back to... I don't want to be right up in front of crazy, I, I'm a squishy wizard and wish not to be in the front line. <laughs> as, a, as an elf, you could literally run the 25 yeah. feet up there, punch her once, and then run 30 feet back behind and put the 20 if you wanted to. If you wanted God. to spring attack this. God, don't tempt me. I'm just saying it's an option. You know what? Cesare really hates these people, and he's not just going to shoot them. Cesare will stride forward past Lucia. Well. Seriously? <laughs> he's so yes. silly. The wizard monk rushes forward. So I will uh, take the penalty for it to be lethal. I roll a 12, which gets me a total of 19. 19 will strike your target. Two points of damage. A solid hit. And then uh, I'm not going to run that far away. He's just going <laughs> to get back behind Lucia. Yeah. <laughs> That's I like the... that you, you're like, you're like, excuse me, punch. Hide. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, it's fun that in Pathfinder 2E, spring attack doesn't require any feats at all. It doesn't exactly, require yeah. three feet attacks and like a feats. six base attack or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yep. Spring attack gives you, as long I think as they don't have attack opportunity, edition. you too can spring attack. Mm -hmm. Second edition spring attack, I think, lets you do the attack and the, the spring as one action. That's probably uh, how it works. Ah, uh, cool. Yes. But yeah, but so Cesare will move forward and punch this lady and then just step back behind Lucia. That brings us to said lady, who now can't get to Cesare. Ha. <laughs> There's Raven a wall hisses. of fighters and rogues in front of her. Go ahead and throw a punch out at Niccolo there. All right. Uh huh. A uh, ten. Will a ten hit you? No. No. All right. These are all just gonna be seeing if I roll twenty. This is just like he's just like dodging no, back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of the other one managed a good rabbit punch. This one's just slap fighting Nicolo. Like just like <laughs> buck, buckler. I, I have a shield. You're hitting the shield. You're right. not yeah, the third. The, the third attack is a three. An adjusted no. three. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna have to one. get uh, uh, reactions for when they crit fail. <laughs> Victoria Scordato. Like how mine still just is like reminds me that I'm wounded. Thanks. <laughs> <Like, laughs> just letting you know. All right. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and devise a stratagem, and then I shall shoot at thee. All right. Devising. Let's see. That's that's good. I rolled an eleven. I'll go ahead and take that. That gives me a twenty total to shoot them. A twenty will strike your foe. Okay. For a total of eight points of damage. It's a good a hit. solid hit. Still standing as the bolt slams into her. Wow. I shall reload. Bring us to Adriel. Yeah, you know, Adriel walk up into this perfectly formed line for uh, 
lightning bolt. They call it the killing um, And then she'll reload her hand crossbow and uh, I have an action. I feel like I should use it for something, but I don't know what I have to use it for. Oh, you can't fire. I oh, I guess I could shoot her. Yep. And also just cast electric arc. <laughs> she so, she know, would have soft cover from us, but you can still shoot yeah, her. I'll take a shot. That's fine. That works for me. All right. I'm going to fire my crossbow at the lady. I'm going to get a 15. I roll an eight. A 15 will strike your target as the bolt sails across, <laughs> hey. the, across the distance. I mean, they're not wearing armor, so. No, she can take no, one whole damage. <laughs> one point. Good job. Please tell I me she did. Didn't lightly hit nick her. I lightly nick her. not enough to bring her down, but That's fine. it did injure her. That's fine. I'm still going to write that in here for one whole point of damage. <laughs> it was devastating. And that is the end of my turn. Lucia Serini. Lucia is going to uh, to strike this uh, poor unfortunate redactor. Not power attacking, just regular. All right. It's a 14 for a 25. Nice. I would say there doesn't seem to be a need to. That is a critical <laughs> hit as you lunge yeah. to the fore and stab. Well, you know, I tried to go easy on her, but that's... Oh, I actually rolled total garbage. That's seven points of damage. Still enough to skewer her through the side as the blade bursts out the other side and she drops. So should we try to hide again? I think that may be uh, uh, redundant to this point. We should take a second to heal if at all possible. I'm out of magic. Yeah, right. can, can you stop the bleeding in my nose? It's kind of coppery and gross. <laughs> How far down are you? Is it I am down 24 hit points. Oh, okay. Oh, you're down farther than I thought. Vittoria is going to <laughs> yeah. Vittoria is going to move up to Lucia and probably like sees that her nose is a little bit off and she's like, "Hold still." <laughs> All right. It's gonna really hurt. <laughs> All right, I roll a twelve, which gets me a total of a twenty. I was going for the fifteen DC, okay. so that's gonna be two D eight plus three. You heal up for nine, uh, nine points. Ah. Ah. We should make our way forward quickly. We don't know what type of capabilities she has. If she's a spellcaster, we're giving her time to prepare. One moment. Nikola goes on ahead and switches out his morning star for the silver dagger. And Lucia will go retrieve her hand crossbow just so we have... We're not leaving gear behind. Oh, did everybody get silver sheen? Do you need silver sheen? Uh, I believe we all have silver sheen. This may be a good time. Yeah, I have silver sheen. Yeah, I bought one. I, I love the, the description is you can slather this silvery paste onto Lather. one melee weapon. I just well, like, I mean, you're doing it in six it. seconds. You're just yeah. like, eh. I know, I Technically, just you're doing it as a slather, so you're doing word. it in two seconds. Oh, <laughs> this works for an hour, y'all, so we could we yeah. could go ahead and use it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead your and use mine. Okay, so let's do that. I'm going to go ahead and use my silver sheen. I'm using it on my rapier. But yeah, once all that's done, we should make our way fairly quickly through those doors. I've got a healing potion. I'm at 29 hit points. Nicola, what are you at? 17. Okay, so. I'm gonna take my uh, healing potion and use that. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I well, mean, it's better than nothing. God, I'll take uh, it. An announce for the hello. audience there. I take Lucia's healing potion. I drink it, and one of my bruises is slightly less purple. <laughs> I heal for one. Wait, are the expiration dates on this? That should have done way more healing. It's magic. Um, I don't. No, I mean I don't feel as much pain. Huh. I think I'll, I knew I, I shouldn't have gotten this right. from the discount rack at Abadar's Temple. Lucia <laughs> like pockets the vial and she's gonna like try to read the itty bitty tiny legal text at the these bottom. These were these were made by apprentices. Um, yeah. Ah, nuts. Yep, it's a baby healing potion like baby aspirin. <laughs> oh man. 
<laughs> I am not a baby, Lucia. You're not either. Why do you have this? So Nicolo's slightly healed up. Yep. I mean, I think that's all we got. So barring a miracle, I think I'd, we just got to go. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I have my ability that I could go ahead and use it again, but it means I can't use it again. Uh, like, I can't do my second one again in an hour the, for the rest of today. But I think it might be worth it if we're going into this big fight. So let me go ahead and battle medicine, Nicolo, and go. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's do it. All right. I rolled a 13 for a 21. Beats the DC 15. Uh, that was a much better roll. You get 14 back. All right. I am close to full. Feel much better. All right. We'll be in the front. All right. The five of you, I imagine, queue up. Head down the hallway, head through the open set of double doors at the end of the hallway that your opponents had come through, and then press on, making your way into a rather large chamber. The room you enter has a high ceiling. Off towards the side, you can see numerous crates, jars of preserved fruits and vegetables, stacks of salted meat fill this far side of the chamber. A half dozen tables of the room are were previously heaped with scrolls, books, parchments before they were all flipped over to create <laughs> makeshift barricades in preparation of your own Great assault minds. until you guys had a brief stalemate <laughs> and then the lab got tired of it and marched out. Now scrolls are scattered everywhere across this room. You can tell that this probably seemed to have served as some sort of common room, maybe a study. You can't quite be certain. More likely than not, it's, that was its original purpose, and it seems the Asmodeans probably used it for much the same purpose. Although, of course, instead of preserving history and duplicating text, they were redacting and cataloging old books and historical documents and removing anything that could damage uh, the quote-unquote truth, as House Throne wants to preserve it. There are, off towards your left and right as you enter, off towards your right, you can see two doors against the wall off towards your right-hand side, and then three more doors on the wall off towards your left-hand side. There is a wide archway, nearly 15 feet across, that exits this chamber on the far end, although a deep blue curtain hangs over this, emblazoned with a large white handprint. For those of you, of course, familiar, which all of you are at this mm -hmm. point, being the holy symbol of Iori. All right, so uh, we got to open these doors. Given the layout of the building, I would imagine that they are either storerooms or smaller cells for sleeping again. Yep. Most likely, but we don't want to have anybody at a back, so yeah. She could be hiding. The well, if the numbers that the Fushi sisters told us, she should be the only one left. Should. In which case, that means she's behind that? I would imagine. Yeah, let's go just open the doors real quick. Like, we're not even going to search them. We're just going to, like, look at them real quick. Uh, if you wish to open all of the doors, each one of these opens up into a 10 foot by 10 foot cell in the monastic sense yeah. of cell, containing oh, yep. a bed, a small table, and that's basically it for each one of these rooms. Uh, you can tell that in the case of all five of these, they have been used recently. Yeah, that's okay. where they were staying. Yeah, that's where the redactors that have been down here were staying. Okay. That's why there's also all the food and stuff down here. They don't leave this mm -hmm. room. They just redact. Yeah, they just brought everything in here they to just process. If pertinent, uh, there is enough food here to last a dozen people for probably three months. I mean, we're going to take oh, the yeah, food. Oh, yeah, they were, we're just going to be later. down here forever. Mm. We'll take the food back until to our they, own hideout. Until they were done. Can Nicola just slice off a little piece of jerky and down it real quick? Would you like uh, peppercorn or teriyaki? Mm, <laughs> peppercorn, I think. The idea that they okay. have teriyaki is hilarious. <laughs> they <laughs> like, import the really? good stuff, I guess. Mm -hmm. They imported that from Tien. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll go through the archway. Yep. You make your way forward. 
He's gonna throw back that curtain. Washa. I imagine uh, Nicolo pushes through. Yep. Check for traps. I. But yes, traps water. I'm not certain. Exactly. What you're probably expecting. Opening this curtain. What you see is likely not it. Hmm. Stepping through, you enter into a colossal chamber. The entirety of this chamber appears almost theater-like, with an art ceiling painted roughly like the night sky and hanging lanterns with colored glass, radiating with cool white flame. The room presents an incongruous sight this far underground, that of a resplendent garden, complete with a babbling brook, a gravel footpath, and all manner of flowering and fruiting plants. The path winds its way through the lush grass over a small footbridge, itself only about five feet across and three feet wide, to what seems to be book-covered knoll at the far end of the chamber. Book-covered knoll. I love it. Mm. It's a variation of the grassy knoll. (laughs) The brook cascades into the room from your left-hand side, flows through the center of the room, and then through a grate off towards your right-hand side out of the chamber. A small fire pit has been dug, and a fire is just beginning to burn as a woman stands over there. Seemingly in the process you think of uh, having not charged out to face all of you, destroying what books are here. Yep, makes sense. The woman in question stands at just over six feet tall. Her hair is black and lank, falling mostly down over the left side of her face, the right side tucked behind an ear. She wears what seems to be chainmail under a red and black tunic and has four throwing axes, two on each hip on either side, and a black cloak that falls back behind her. Held in one hand is a stack of scrolls, which she absentmindedly throws into the fire as she turns to look over in all of your direction. Held easily in the other hand, despite its considerable weight, is a large an impressive-looking glaive. Hmm. The woman of which all of you recognize from having set the hellhounds on the protesters out in front of the opera house way back in episode two. Good gracious, all right. Turns to face the lot of you. You must be responsible for all of that noise. Her lips move when she speaks, but her jaw doesn't seem to almost as if she's suffering from some sort of lockjaw. I'm sorry, you had time to prepare and all you decided to do was burn stuff? Well, the masses can't have the secrets, you understand. You're here for secrets, then. Why would we tell you? True. It matters little. You must be part of this nescient rebellion we've heard so much of. You can think what you want. Are we going to do something here? Happily. She takes her glaive in a two-handed grip, smiles, at which point you realize that her mouth is just this maw of pointed teeth. (laughs) As she begins to stride her way forward, a red gleam beginning to burn in her eyes. And I will need initiative and possibly recall knowledge from the party next time. <laughs> oh, oh, just assumes, as Chesare's like, I don't know. You better know, Chesare. You gotta know this stuff. <laughs> oh Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 
Find the Pathventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.